0: Greetings and welcome everyone, it's All you Can Geek Gamecast, episode 479 of the decade. <laughs> I'm to host Jim Guest, joined Let's by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinsod. Yo, yo. Yo. Yeah. And Tony Korkadakis. I'm young. What's up guys? Welcome listeners, viewers, to our best games of the decade, of the tens.
1: <laughs> yes, starting with... Uh...
0: 2010. Mm-hmm. Starting with 2010. Well, that's that's of the decade.
1: Yeah, I know. But sometimes people are like, "Oh, that's the last one." It's just sorry, 2011. No,
0: fuck those people.
1: It's yes, I know. Not. Well, I know. I, I, I'm, I'm making that. Yeah. yeah. Because there's yeah. a couple games <laughs> from. That or maybe one. I'm not sure.
0: Well, but that wouldn't shift the decades of 2020 at the end of that decade. I that's, I, that's, I yeah.
1: understand that.
0: That's wrong. That's. All right. <laughs> anyway, this is
1: our of the You're decade, wrong.
0: folks. Now I'm going to give this one. disclaimer. Yeah, part one. Part one. Six through ten. A uh, couple of disclaimers. We we will probably we might talk spoilers because we're going to talk about plot sometimes. We you, you, we can't be held accountable for that. I'm sorry. This is of the decade. Uh, there's going to be some overlap. We had some in the movie cast a lot more than I expected, but we yeah, did. It's more than I But expect. we all.
1: But like I said, it's about this, what I expected.
0: This is a decade of like we've been doing this for a decade. This podcast almost uh, and. Um, you know we have similar tastes and that's why it's been mm-hmm. going on so long as it is because we enjoy talking about the same things and, and what we you know discuss it's very similar opinions about things I mean if we had contrasting opinions I think somebody would have been like beaten up by now uh you know i just we have <laughs> we've contra- argue. we simple, don't have you know, contrasting opinions right, but it's good to
2: have like we them. all have our own opinions right, and yeah. um, obviously there are things that we enjoy that others don't which is good because it creates a better you know conversation at times but i mean there are gonna be some overall i think we do like there's probably gonna be a lot of overlap you know.
0: i mean the the top game might be the top game for a lot of us but we'll see uh probably not I'm gonna say I'm gonna say my bottom part of my list. I'm say we all
2: have different top number ones.
0: We might, yeah. Uh, and I will say we all have different tens.
1: I will say personally, I'm <laughs> limiting myself to one per franchise because Ooh, I want. I, didn't I wanted, think you would. No, <laughs> I I had to because I wanted to fit more things onto <laughs> there, and uh, there's also well, both of those things don't. We're not going to talk about this podcast
0: anyway. What? I mean, I mean, I'm. I have the format going from the movie cast, so I'm going to kick us off here at number 10. Uh, we're going to follow the same order, so it's consistent for every podcast episode. Uh, again, folks, this is 10 through 6. Um, so, spoilers could be included, whatever. We can't be able to count 2010, 2010 Number 10. And this, I don't know if it's going to appear on other people's lists, but it was iconic for 2010. And that's why it was my number 10, because everything else is, like, set in stone for me. And this mm-hmm. one was, like... Yeah, this was very impactful for a game for 2010, uh, for the 10s, for the 10s. Uh, the Walking Dead from Telltale. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved The Wolf Among Us more, uh, <laughs> which is weird to say this, but I – The movie, impact this, that The Walking yes, Dead had. Yes, The Walking Dead needs needed to be my number 10 game, and Telltale needed to be re- represented on my list because of – the, what They oversaturated their own genre, but they, they created this this adventure choose-your-own-adventure book, essentially, um, in game form. And this story was excellent for a video game. Like, the impact of, uh, you know... I might have cried. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm
1: like, I didn't want to so lose. This, I didn't
0: want to lose here.
1: It's actually one of those games <laughs> where I watched it first um, on YouTube and still ended up getting it and playing it myself.
0: I mean, yeah. I didn't have any spoilers for what was happening, uh, but like that whole last sequence, I was just like, "Man, I don't want to lose! I don't want to lose! Like, I I want to live! I yeah. want to live!"
1: The thing, yeah, the thing about that is, like, at that point, like that was something different. I think by the time, like the state of this franchise in the walking dead now it just beats you over the head so much you're like desensitized like all these to die. you're always going to be sad
0: it was early enough it was early (laughs) enough in the franchise for that yeah
1: um
0: but yeah so i just like and and like the impactful choices illusion of choice again which we might talk about at some point we we,
1: we might not have known for sure back
0: then but we didn't know at that time how much of an illusion it was but it was still cool like i'm I'm gonna I'm, i'll he'll remember that is is it's like a iconic thing yeah i mean actually (laughs) so it's there i mean i i just i really enjoyed this this series and it had to make my number 10 so that's it for me uh mike are number 10
1: this was kind of hard um i could have said a few things that i've played more but uh aren't like like as big of a game like rocket league but i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna hold that off I uh, just snuck in that as an honorable mention right now <laughs> um i'm gonna go with jedi fallen order that's my 10th
2: wow nice
1: yeah i like wow. i said i knew i was a little higher on this game than you guys and it is my first exposure to this type of game and i even was frustrated that for, for part of it but uh i went back and you know i did i got all of the like secrets on all so, the planets like what, i went back
0: <laughs> are we, we're gonna get dlc for this game right like
1: i, I don't know i hope so oh,
0: really no i i, I really I hope so because i'm not trading in for that reason like i i think we're gonna get a dlc if not i'll trade it in but i'm like i kind of want to play it more i mean what would yeah, you get I'm, with the gold the gold version or whatever like that that's guess, what i'm saying like there's got to be something you get
1: an orange lightsaber don't you that's like oh, that's what i know at least well, I don't know, but I sure hope so because it is a game that I just finished, and this might be recency bias. Like I said, like could be, yeah. Um, but uh, it just—I want to play more of the game. I wish there was more of the game to play. Like right now, I played through it. It was tough, I but rewarding enough. That it had another layer of combat to it, and it was an interesting Star Wars story. It, combined different aspects of different games in ways that made it new even though some people might say it was derivative i mean it was but it combined it's the pieces that it grabbed from were different enough that it made mm. a new thing in my opinion
0: there's no no planned dlc for this mike
1: just
0: yeah. <laughs> <And, laughs> move on to the second one uh,
1: just <laughs> drop it off my list but uh, <laughs> yeah it's, it's well, uh to yeah. work
0: on the sequel so i mean yeah. anything they that are you'll, you'll get a sequel is gonna be new i think we will get a sequel very soon
1: but, um, two, years, two years. I was I was yeah. very surprised by this, and it was sort of the return to great single player Star Wars games. It's too, a so. Star
0: Wars game that was like was good. <laughs> it's so hard to say that. So
1: it's like, yeah. So for at least the impact bonus, it makes my list then. <laughs>
0: cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Tony,
3: <clears throat> let's see number ten. I'm gonna shock you all here. I'm gonna say Mass Effect Two. What? yeah i know i made your list i was i I
2: wasn't even sure it was gonna make your list
3: it made my list and and the thing i will say uh and going back to the beginning of the podcast how you know we said we do have a lot of overlapping opinion but it's good that we have diversity because i would never would have played this game if it wasn't for you guys for like six months or whatever just (laughs) like every time i'd see you guys at like casey's or nicks or whatever it's like you guys are just talking about Mass Effect. i'm like all right i just need to fucking play this game now and i Played Mass Effect 1, and it was janky as hell, but it was good yeah. jank. I loved it. Yeah. It was RPG, sci-fi, Um To so this jank. day, I think Nick likes that one better than 2.
2: Yeah, and I, I yeah. you know, I, I don't agree, did, but I can it. They it there. It's like they took a lot yeah. of KOTOR and just, like, improved yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: So I can see that. But 2 did something that was, like, at the time, I, I believe, really unique in saying, like, hey, you played one, we're going to import your save as long as it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all those decisions you made uh, are going to impact how 2 plays out. And I was like, oh, well, that's really cool. Like, you know, that hasn't been done on this scale before. So I'm really interested in doing that. And then 2 was just really good in, in how um, they returned some of the characters, but not all of them. Uh, and then just for me, just playing hopping, meeting the new members,
2: recruiting the old members. Those dossiers were like awesome. Just the dossiers, yeah. like,
3: um, what's his name? The, uh, the El- elusive man was the right yeah one of the greatest like villains or whatever like that i love like every every sequence with him i mean even the opening was just so awesome like it's like you
2: it, it gives of, you a great you way to like redo your, right. your, yeah. your character yeah. yeah like
3: you just die in the opening it's like oh shit like okay that. That's a hell of a way to fucking kick off uh, the sequel and stuff like that. Like we poured like millions and millions of of whatever resources into you. It's like, all right, that's cool. I- I'm important. It's like means
0: um, best character.
3: Yeah, and then the opening and then the <laughs> ending with with the uh, suicide uh, the mission, suicide yeah. mission. Like oh yeah we're going on the suicide mission, we might not all make it back. And I was so invested in that. I was like, hold on, like let me send this person through this, and like I'll have this person as my like uh, what are the force wield or whatever the force wielder, whatever. They were how for
2: close. How close to t- uh, how like p- uh, how much attention were you like paying? Like how, how you know paying attention to like your crew to figure out what their strengths right. and weaknesses were.
3: Right, and then doing the um, what is it the loyalty missions and stuff yeah, like that. that actual, you needed, and, yeah, and yeah.
1: we just talked about the illusion of choice, at, but within this game at least. Yeah. That ending it actually
3: did it did it did 100 because i remember i i I forgot what my choices were but like um the robot kept dying and i'm like why do you keep dying like reset like i'm like resetting i'm like all right all right this time you're not gonna i think i had like
2: seven different saves so i could have like a relationship with every person (laughs) but
3: i had this
0: game set up yeah i remember that
3: yeah yeah but um yeah i mean i'm not going to talk about the third one, but uh, Mass Effect Two was... was as a standalone alone. by itself. As standalone, like, it'll yeah. as a standalone, but also as a follow up for Mass Effect for One. Oh, so right. it was I
1: mean, and
0: it'll be discussed again.
1: That type of ending, <laughs> though, like you know, still kind of looking for that in other games.
0: Now, I would like them to do that for a Mass Effect game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I well, I was honestly looking forward, looking at that for um, Outer Worlds. I was like, okay, do these loyalty missions matter? Not
0: yeah no yeah they didn't Mm -hmm. so we still have the illusion of choice i still want i want that impactful game now the 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 size of these games especially with um solid-state drive loading and stuff coming to us soon Uh this game can be remade properly like this could be done what we want can be done. <laughs> we, have we have the technology. We have the technology. We just choose to build it. Hmm. Um, anyways, Corey, you're number ten.
2: My number ten, Mike mentioned. Rocket League is my number rise. ten. Really? Okay. Yeah. The um, this single, this game, single-handedly saved PlayStation, uh, yeah. early on. Like,
3: yeah.
2: I, uh, I would say, like, <laughs> What else did you have to play? <laughs> Resogun. That was it. Yeah. Like um, and yeah, and the fact that they it took a simple concept and just made something that was super accessible, uh, super um, conv- easy to, to obtain because it was free for most people that had PS Plus at the time. And, um, you know, they built on that and just get, kept giving and giving and giving. And it was like the Fort League before Fort League, Fortnite, I should say, you know, essentially, because you just like, got in and just could play games. And and um, it was just a lot. Just so much fun just like to play games. And yeah. So um, as far as the impact. This is probably the game that got on here because of its impact on what it on on, the, on the generation.
0: Why I did Walking Dead? You know, I mean, it's like it needed to be on the list. You know, yeah. so I understand that. So, cool. so that's Number good. Number nine, Diablo uh, well, Three. <laughs> yeah, uh, originally launched uh, as a incomplete game, uh, but when they had Reaper of Souls come out, which is the one that I played. Uh, I think this is the most hours I ever invested in, in a game total. Like, I mean, I, I, I would sit like mindlessly staring at my screen, running dungeons and getting loot and then just looping again. And just, I remember doing that with Diablo two with the cows on the, you know, I remember doing that, but not to this extent. Cause there was like, they added the dodge button on the consoles and like, mm-hmm. that was awesome to have. And that's going to be in the new one, you know, and it, it's just like, they did add that in the PC later on, I believe. Right. Did they added that back? I think so. Um, but, like, Reaper of Souls fixed everything about this game they needed to do. They, they, that was the finished game, and that's the game that should have been launched. Obviously, they launched it way too early. Uh, but I put so many hours in this game. I, uh, DPS, I was a sorceress. I was just firewalling, ice blasting. I was just, like, I love running those dungeons mm-hmm. uh, on my own or with other people. Like, Corey and I would jump into games constantly with each other, but I would be on my own just running, uh, you know, trying to get those uh, higher-leveled difficulty settings to get the higher gear uh and uh, yeah i just this game didn't get any higher than this uh because i think everything else above it is just so solid as well but mm-hmm. it's great i could see it on on somebody's list higher uh and in fact i you know it's funny thing i realized i did not i'm gonna just mention the fact that destiny did not make my list right now um and i played a lot of hours of that game um probably more so than a lot of the games i'm gonna list No. Nah, not really. I mean, I played a lot of hours of Destiny, but more so in Diablo 3. So, I just realized that Destiny wasn't on my list. I knew it was like 10 for me for a little bit, but I Walking Dead deserved to be where it is. So, not not changing my mind.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, number nine, Mike, for you.
1: Uh, let's see. Number nine. We've got Spider-Man. Oh. Nice. Uh, you're going to see a little bit of a trend for the type of game.
2: All right, spoiler alert. That's my number nine as well.
1: Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about it um, again. So, Spider Man, um, It took a lot of the things that I liked about a similar franchise you might hear from later and, uh,
3: right.
1: <laughs> added it to a, a different character and a, a character that hadn't had, I, in my opinion, a really strong game again in a long time. Uh, I did not like the B-Nox Spider Man games. I liked. No, Spider-Man 2. I even like Spider-Man 3 as much.
0: As I liked, the, I liked the, uh, the, in, the dimensional one, Dimension. The, I like yeah, that Shattered
1: one. Dim- yeah, I, I, I played I, that in the were, hardest were,
0: difficulty and beat they that were game.
1: Okay, I just I didn't like them. I liked the, to, the more open world for, Spider-Man games.
0: For the record, to this day, that is my last time I played something on the hardest difficulty. It was Shattered Dimensions. And I'll take full credit that I beat that game. Got full, unlocked all of the achievements. That's the last game I did that with. <laughs> Uh, I think that was my last, like, like the burning candle when it burns brightest before it burns out. That was (laughs) it for me. My reaction time just went to shit after that. I can't play on the hardest difficulties anymore. But go on, Mike. Sorry, didn't mean to hijack this.
1: It's all right. It's it sounds like a a personal problem. Yeah, yeah, I'm old. (laughs) Um, But no, I mean, and it had fun traversal.
2: Uh, Yeah, the the swinging was really nailed that, and this may not be as good as
1: Spider-Man Two, like back in the day. But I I, I would like it to be a little more. Challenging than it was, but it, it's fine. <laughs> it, was,
2: yeah, it, was it was still real it was fun. It's so much fun though, and and the recreation of New York City is so good that it just oh, yeah. feels so good to like swing around in the city and just play in that universe. Playing that it's crazy is like it was
1: best looking a... virtual New York we've got so far.
0: This was the game that like I could ask my uh my friend who lives in New York to say like, do you remember? Do you do you know this <laughs> building? And he's like, yeah, I do know that building. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> okay. So it's like yeah. it that actually happened. Yeah, it was, and
2: it. Uh, so. it Definitely could have gone so bad for this game too. Like they could have fucked it up completely. Like you know, they, and they they really hit every nail on the head. There's some things obviously I mean, here and there. The, that, like, the mini quest stuff, I thought. Got yeah, but like there's really a lot bad, of stuff you can know, just skip. You don't need to yeah, do. I
1: mean, and there's I know, but there's the story is great. All the characters look a little weird facially, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> the uh, the story was great though, and uh, I'm real excited about what comes next in the story in that game. I just five, yeah, maybe.
0: maybe. Sorry, and, I have to upgrade. Yeah,
1: and, and, same, um, but like, same, uh, uh, yeah, same thing good. though. Like,
2: because um, it's my number nine as well. It's has yeah, gone. the it's boss good. fights. I think were really well done. Uh, yeah, I, you know, in particular, just um, the vulture and shocker fight. I really enjoyed that one a lot, mm-hmm. and. You, know, you really feel like you're Spider-Man uh, when you're playing this game. It captured <laughs> the essence of being yes. like an actual and superhero. There was a lot of, like, uh-oh, this is going to be a lot of quick-time events coming up you know, with the trailers and stuff. But then yeah. they, they really make, they integrate that stuff well, where you still feel like you're in control most of the and time.
1: There really wasn't as many there in game many. as no. it looked like there could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reasons why it's not higher for me is those uh, miles and mj sections oh yeah it was such a drag it was and it sort of didn't have the replayability that i was hoping for with a, a mm. big game like that but uh still really good and it uh, actually really nailed the verticality uh of him too like you could fight people midair knock them off buildings and it had the little zip thing that tied them to the building which I kind of which another franchise would do
2: yeah despite the upgrade paths were really great and and the the suits, like <laughs> they, just, the they suits kept suits throwing suits too. at you. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah,
1: the the you only know. again, the, like after a while, though, like when they stopped having abilities that came with them, I got a little disappointed. But mm-hmm. it it was, it was definitely a top tier uh, like action adventure game with Spider-Man, and it was mm-hmm. definitely fun while while there was new stuff to do in it. <laughs> okay. All right,
0: Tony, your number nine. Mine was Near Automata. Um, oh yeah, oh, yeah.
3: Platinum mean, Games. games. Um, yeah. I mean this game is just really fu- I, I, I'm a Platinum Games fan uh, which you'll see maybe a little later on um, but this game was just so fluid f- like just uh, action slasher type game um, it had some really awesome character designs uh, a unique story setting like just crazy about you know humans built these androids to take over like reclaim the earth from aliens that took over and stuff like that it was mm-hmm. like oh shit um, but the ending sequence of this game uh, is just a standout moment, and I think yeah, oh, yeah. Jim, you're the only other one to play, yeah, it, play uh, it on this. List. But like that to me, like still, I could still clearly remember playing that game, um, and just experiencing everything that it had to offer.
0: It was an, there was like such an epic scale battle um, that mm-hmm. escalated, and then like even like in the credit, like the credit part, like did you choose to delete your data and? Send your guy into. But the no, I was before. a coward.
3: I didn't. I, I didn't do it either.
0: I kept mine entirely. Yeah, so. I wanted
3: to platinum it first, but I never actually got yeah. got around to doing it. So
0: I just, maybe i like, will go back and beat
3: it and just do it. So for those you, you guys didn't play
0: it. There's a choice at the end of the game to send. Like you get aided by like other people at the end of this game that have played this game. Like they can send their hero to aid you uh, at the in the finale. Uh, and so the game asks you if you want to do this later on. Uh, you know, in the same thing, and you're like, I chose not to do it. So yeah. <laughs> like the game literally asks
3: you. Do you want to help others like they helped you? And you're just like,
0: well, what does that, that mean?
3: And it's like, if you say yes to this, we delete your your save file. Like, there's no coming back from this. And this is like, oh shit. And like, it's not even like a liar. It's not like you know, Kojima thing.
0: It's like all I yep, thought about was,
3: click on this. Like, it sends a command to your. My place thought went to you how many file.
0: people got blown apart in my finale, my my ending of my game because yeah. I like I lost a lot of people at the end of that game that came yeah. in to help me. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I was like, "Wow! I destroyed all of these save games." Yeah,
3: just a great, great, a uh, great game, and it has it an amazing soundtrack too. Like I still oh, yeah. listen to that yeah. soundtrack.
0: I thought I thought the world was great. I thought the yeah, like for for a like a destroyed world with robots, mm-hmm. it was still an awesome yep. world.
3: Yep, and so, I think we're gonna see a sequel pretty soon next week. that be year. awesome. So
0: cool. All right, number eight for me was mm-hmm. Overwatch. So, yeah, um, Overwatch, very rarely does a game get me to play online against other people, or with other people, for that matter. Uh, Overwatch is a game that, uh, I absolutely, it's the only one on my list that I did. Uh, well, the exception, well, competitively. Uh, I, I would play that game, and I played season one and two for that game. Um, I would watch videos about my characters to play them better, like Lucio, uh, I was like, I must have—I don't know how many hours—I watched for like strategies on what you would do in combat in certain levels and maps, uh, where you can kind of hacks the map to get like into a better area uh, to heal and how to switch back and forth between st- speed and heal. I loved playing that character, um, and you know, and then Diva. Diva was like, it's such a great character. I, I still remember playing her. Like, I had my most kills in a row with her. Like, I just, I went on a rampage with her. Like, with the mech. I, <laughs> So even like blowing up the mech, killing people and getting the mech back and getting back in and killing more people. It was just like I went on a nice run with her. It will always stay with me. And just what it did for – I mean what it's doing. I mean it's still going on. Overwatch League, I mean it's still happening. I mean uh, Tony, I mean there it is. Overwatch League Uh, on your hat. (laughs) Uh, It's just like it it brought esports bigger, more (laughs) – mainstream more Mm -hmm. uh, you know it's it's been there not not, not to say it's not been there but it's like it's it's a league now it's legit like baseball owners are owning teams in the esports you know like because of how big this game like what they're doing with this game uh i just everything was free with the exception of like cosmetics in this game best way to do any sort of paid uh -hmm. content i think is the way to go uh they did it right i mean i would have loved to have been able to buy what i want to buy the random loot boxes were not great but Um, and I I like what they're doing with the idea of two. So, I mean, this is number eight. I'm sure it'll be higher on people's lists, uh, from, you know, but I played probably on my list, probably the second, no, yeah, maybe the second most hours on this game on my list for games I've played. I don't know. Maybe not. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of hours in a couple of these games on there, but, uh, it was, like I said, this gaming list for me came together like super fast. I just knew where these games were falling. So, Mike, you're number eight.
1: Okay, um, so this one squeaks in in 2010. It's gonna be my representative for a franchise that may have had another game on here, but probably not. That's gonna be Fallout New Vegas.
0: Nice. Oh, see, I didn't play
2: that
1: one. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, a lot it's, of
2: people's favorite Fallout. It's yeah.
1: pretty much it's uh, functionally it's very similar. As to long me. as
2: you don't get that game-breaking glitch. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's very similar to Fallout 3 functionally, which obviously didn't make this decade, but um, it had, you know, a few more branching paths and uh, more options, and it just there's just so much content in this game. You can talk your way in or out of a lot of things. You can go after people in a different way, and it, New Vegas was an interesting area, and you had some very memorable companions, too, like... Uh, I remember my companion Boon and his, uh, again, (laughs) when we go back to this sort of idea of companion quests, they all had companion quests too, and they got a new perk or something when, I don't even remember, but they got something when you completed it, or you got something. Yeah, yeah. They gave gave you something. And uh, so it was very interesting, and just, it's not like functionally the best game and i didn't like how it had a hard ending because i don't feel like these types of games should have hard endings when you uh you know uh, acquire stuff for so long and level up but um i really enjoyed it and most of its dlc was good aside from that uh one ghostly like casino area which was terrible (laughs) (laughs) but uh i just put so much time in this and this is like when I think about Fallout, like sometimes I think I'm thinking about three, and then I'm really thinking about this game, and I think that happens a lot. <laughs> so this is kind of like the, you know, the pinnacle kind of, and w- along with three of like 3D Fallout. Um, and I just, you know, there's quantity and quality. I don't think they're mutually exclusive, and I think if it might have been a little glitchy and like ugly looking for the time, it made up for it just by like having so much content for you to explore for so long so
3: i mean that that game to me is like there's almost infinite replayability with that game because you can build your character like it is a true rpg in the sense that you can build your character however you want it you want like a brawler that's just you know hulking and like melee combat go for it you want to do a sharpshooter go for it you want to do a charismatic like wise kraken like person that has no combat skills whatsoever you could do it and you could still do all almost all the quests by you know just these other things where it's just like, oh you got to kill this person, but your character sucks at combat. Oh well, you can you know uh, pay this NPC to like uh, convince this NPC to like poison the guy something like that. And it's just yeah. like, like uh, hitman and, style shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and yeah. that, that's
1: that's where uh, you know that saying the same company obviously made in the recent uh, Outer Worlds, and that's where this, it did the same similar things. But this one, I in other games and other franchises, I find myself getting into trouble thinking that I could still do. Yeah, I think maybe even in Fallout 4 I got into str- trouble thinking I should just lie to everyone's face and, like, pretend to be on everyone's side and then, you know, put off, like, committing to anyone or just lying to them and acting like I'm on their side but not really. That You can't always do that in every other game, and so I've learned that the hard way, including, I think, Fallout 4 where I tried to do that, and then I, they either cut that off real quick or, like, force you into like, There's some
3: things where it's just like, they hate you. Like, the opposite factions just yeah. hate you now. It's like, well, mm-hmm. can't come back from
1: that. But, yeah, so, like, I, I just really enjoyed getting into the habit of just, like, being like, I'm going to be, like, a quadruple agent for all these factions, like, and I'll just decide on my own later on, like, who I really want to, or just take them all over. So it, it, it was very, it did factions in an interesting way, too, where it knew that words were words and didn't have to mean, like... That that's your alignment, too, which was, I think, a good distinction for uh, you know a verbally-based, mostly, RPG like that.
0: Cool. All right, uh, Tony, your number eight. My number
3: eight is going to be the only mobile game on this podcast. <laughs> but it's going to be Pokemon Go. And I know it sounds a little strange, but... What a failure of a game. When I, when I think about that, it's just... <laughs> Again, I'm going for experiences here, and Pokemon Go just offered such a new experience. And, like, I don't play it to this day, um, but that first year, and especially that first summer when it came out, like, I I would honestly say, and I'm not even trying to exaggerate here, but I would honestly say that summer where Pokemon Go came out was the closest that human civilization has ever been to world peace since World (laughs) War II. Like, I I know it sounds crazy (laughs) to say, but, like, everybody around the world, just playing that game, and, like, there was this camaraderie and just community based around going to these locations and doing, like, catching Pokemon, and then they a expanded... People, the I
2: don't know, because a lot of people are breaking the law just so they could get uh, to certain of, locations, yeah, too. <laughs> know, like, hit well, by cars trampling and stuff. over each other.
3: Well, <laughs> you know, look, I mean... That, those are some some minor <laughs> no, it was a universal you know, like
0: it's a universal language here cory yeah. like, i know what he's saying like it's no, like, no I, know. I
2: just think it's yeah. funny because like yeah people start trespassing and like breaking into places just like so
3: those are individual bad actors and yeah. you know that's a, a minuscule percentage
0: but um they but just no, built upon that like, yeah it, the global impact this game had is like i had, i absolutely 100 percent will admit like when I'm wrong, and I was completely wrong about this game yeah. and what it would do and the impact of it. But yeah, I, I don't mean, like it, but I know what it did.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, like, I, I loved it, and you know, every now and then, like, it seems like every summer, people start spring, summer, people start playing it, and you know, I'll load it up just to do like the ray battles and stuff. Like, they really have built upon that game where, like, the community days. Um, I remember like joining Discord because it'd be like, hey, guys, we're meeting up at this park um, so we can like raid these legendary Pokemon and stuff. I'm like, all right, I'm not doing anything this Saturday. I'll go. And then it's just. This park is completely packed and completely filled with people. And you know, it's obviously people like us where it's like nerds and whatnot, but you have like I see these families and that's what they're doing together on a Saturday. And I think to myself, like, damn, like this is the power that video games can have where it's like this is like the defining aspect of our generation, just like movies yeah. and music and, you know, books yeah. were, you know, previously because People are just doing this together, and that's like a bonding thing. So, yeah. uh, Pokemon Go. Thinking right like outside to, the box. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's crazy how, like, still to this day, like, you can still see people play. Like, waiting in line at PAX, uh, unplugged with uh, to yeah. get my badge, Corey. Like, people are just playing it right in front of me. I'm just like, uh, I haven't updated my game, so I can't do this. But yeah. <laughs> so I think it's cool that you guys are doing it. Well, Corey, number eight.
2: My number eight is the only. I'm assuming the only PlayStation <laughs> Vita game on both. On anyone's list. Wow, we yes. are going. <laughs> yeah. Got seared. And that's Persona 4, Golden. Nice. Anyway. <laughs> Persona 4 uh, was, you know, it changed the game as far as like what RPGs could be and what you'd expect from RPGs. And then they shrunk it down into this mobile game here, basically, um, and put it on Atheus, the Vita. And it just is, is one of the best um, all time like rpgs ever and the amount of content there is the amount of things you can do the the way you makes you feel like you're really playing this role in this character and then it's got that pokemon element where you're collecting your <laughs> your personas feel, and like mm-hmm. using them like oh i'm gonna switch this persona to like whatever and uh mm-hmm. and they do it they, and they make it a mobile game essentially it's not a mobile game but it's like they allow you to play it like you know wherever you want and um. You know, this is a game that you can put like, 90 hours in easily, and then do it all over again. Um, yeah. So, uh, and you have to if you want to get platinum too. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it had to be on my list because it was probably one of the you know most, most fun experiences I ever had on the Vita. Really, because uh, you know. Yeah, I think it's number
0: one selling game in, on Vita. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I it deserved, I think it was packaged with the Vita for a little bit, wasn't it? It's they a had much...
2: a. They had a. Vita, like i think they had like something that deal i don't know if it ever was actually packaged with it but they definitely had some something with their console there but um yeah no persona 4 golden absolutely needed to be on my list here because again it's one of my yeah. favorite rpgs ever so
3: yeah i played persona 4 on the ps2 but if i had played it on the vita it probably would have made a list i mean that was a fantastic game so
2: mm-hmm. yeah they added they added content to it as well mm-hmm. like some of the best characters ever as well like just like you just got so attached to these
0: characters and yep so yeah cool uh my number 7 XCOM: enemy unknown Ooh, uh, i expected nice. this to be on your list at some point yeah, jim It needs to be there i, mean, you I still got, remember you gotta, gotta enemy... tell your story you gotta tell that story yeah. <laughs> exactly what game can it came out in 2012 this game so i told this story back seven eight years ago almost now that lana lang saved the world uh and yeah because this game was so great uh and i never played the other xcom games uh i know there was some before this and i didn't really like xcom 2 and me 2 uh as much um but because that was so glitchy this was glitchy as well but uh turn-based game that you know it wasn't really turn-based games weren't really around uh, anymore at this point. A tactical shooter kind of thing, uh, but I, they were, but they weren't. They're were not big, but I wasn't playing them either. Um, I love this game though. Like I, I love the aspect of the recruit soldiers and name them whatever I want to call them, and that's why I just mentioned, like, I, eventually I started naming people like, I had Riggs and Murtaugh at some point, and they got, oh my god, they got blown up by a car. Uh, they were next to a car and cover, and I just misjudged oh, what the... Yeah. These characters. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just completely misjudged what I meant to do, like, oh man, Make I put them in the wrong spot.
2: A, a squad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I remember that last battle so well. Uh, it was in this final room, and I had my A-team going, and all shit went to... Th- it, went to it hit the fan, and... Uh, It got to the point where I'm like, I'm going to have to sacrifice my favorite characters in this game that I've created and they're so powerful to try to bring down this alien invasion Uh, to the point where all that was left was my sniper, Lana Lang, in the back of the room with one – I knew I had one turn left. I had to make the shot and it had to be a crit and she pulled it off, (laughs) killed the boss and that's how I beat the game (laughs) because everyone else was dead and I was like, well – I'm gonna have to reload if I miss this shot, and I'm like, "Please make this shot!" And she made the shot. I'm like, "Lana Lang saved the <laughs> fucking world." Uh, and again, it's it's like memorable. It's so memorable. Yeah. Seven Very years. Yeah, seven years ago, I remember that exact thing and talking about it on this podcast. Uh, so yeah, excellent game, uh, Mike. Number seven. All
1: right. Well, this is where it gets dicey for me because pretty much my seven through four are almost interchangeable.
0: It's fine. They're all splitting hairs. are all
1: splitting hairs with these. Uh, I'm
0: not saying any of these could be number one
1: for people. I'm going to say Horizon Zero Dawn as my number six. Game, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a great game.
1: Uh, it yeah, it surprised me. It came out of nowhere a little bit. I, mean, I, oh, yeah, I it was covered a bit, and we were wondering, you know, if it, would be it was. be uh, <laughs> You? I the think you're of Twisting right, the maybe. facts
3: that yeah, because uh, because yeah. I remember watching that E3, and I think. Corey, you and I were the only ones that were like positive on that game. We are like, oh, so cool. yeah, like I, had I had was shit so cool dinosaur. You guys really
1: Yeah, it, it didn't look interesting at first. I at said all. it was terrible. <laughs> it was super glitchy. I'm like this game is going to be broken. Came <laughs> out of
3: nowhere. We had like a year and a half at least. I mean, yeah, it yeah, no, it, it came got, out of
1: yeah, out of true. nowhere as far as I think it came out of nowhere cuz you know it's That's a new IP. It's yeah, a new yeah. IP, it, it it didn't necessarily inspire confidence with its early teases, and then it, it ended up being, you know, one of my top games. It was great. The um, I like the story.
2: Uh, I have to say, like, as far as what that story, like, what Zero Dawn represented, it was one of my favorite moments ever, like, finding I mean, out, like, what that actually meant. It's, it's yeah. like, yo, it's, oh, you're fucked. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah. Uh, it's not a matter of how we survive. Uh, it's a matter of how we can come back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: It, but um, normally, these whole like mystery of the world type things—they're never quite satisfying when you find them out. This one—it kind of was like. Yeah. Followed, uh, I mean,
0: it kind of followed through that whole thing. Yeah. It
1: really was, and uh, even though the main character seems a little too modern for what's happening in that world. Uh it's still it was a lot of fun to follow the story. Even though there's I could have used maybe a few more characters in this game, but other than that the the combat was great. I loved the sort of different um types of well, different
0: styles against hu- yeah, yeah. human opponents and, and robot opponents yeah. yeah
1: and they're vulnerable to different things yeah turn them on each other which is always fun i love doing that in every game that's an option um they were interesting and, and like, pretty Grass bad so
2: op though all right yeah
1: <laughs> you no know, i didn't really I, never, I don't think i whistled like more than okay. once in the game i like i, I whistled a lot i didn't do that i didn't want to do that i just and um you know, it's another one of those games where I, I squeezed as much as I could out of it. I yeah. found almost all the collectibles. I did the D L C which was pretty good too and yeah. you know, cool. just just a big great combination of action story and uh, gameplay. Yeah.
2: Cool. I love this game too and the, the engine that they're using here I think has got a lot of potential going and it, forward. And it's and
1: it's from, you know, a shooter franchise like developer first, yeah. so you know, it was a big so surprise. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Love All right, uh, Tony?
3: Number seven? All right, okay. Uh, My number seven was Bloodborne. Um, Nice. This game was just super atmospheric. Um, Dark Souls never, like, it always, like, casually intrigued me. Mm -hmm. Keep going. And Mm -hmm. I I might go back to it, but Bloodborne just hit a chord with me. I I think it was the perfect combination of uh, gameplay, the environment, uh, the difficulty, and just, like, the lore, because it, it had this, like, weird eldritch horror sub theme because like at first it's just like oh you know monsters and whatnot and then it turns yeah, out that, to be like,
2: love crafty and
3: that love cra- yeah exactly that love crafty and shit and like there's so much fucked up shit that happens in this game and like the lore is there if you if you really want to read deep into it. Like the one day I just like went through and like read article after article after article, watching YouTube videos. I'm like, holy crap! I didn't know this lore existed, but um, the combat is just fantastic. Um, I had tried Demon's Souls on PlayStation 3, and it, it didn't resonate with me because it was really like defense oriented, where you had to like you know shield
0: and the parrot. Like it's different style. Like I, I've I've heard like people that like Bloodborne don't like Demon Souls, and Demon Souls fans don't really like Bloodborne for what it introduced. Yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. They're kind, I mean, they're it's, similar, but it's similar offensive. game. But yeah, right. Yeah. So, like, what I appreciate about Bloodborne is it um,
3: rewards offense because yeah. Uh, Dark Dark Souls, like, it, it, most typically, aside from like speedrunners and pros, it's like you want you need to be defensive and, and methodical about it. Bloodborne just like, at least the way I played it was like you don't you, have a shield. <laughs> yeah, You're just... you, like there's there's one shield in the game and it's shitty. The, the description of the item even says it's not very effective. Don't use this. Like <laughs> I was like that's a joke. Um, but this it just rewards offensive gameplay and just being like, all right, look, I, you can kill me in, like, three hits, but I, let me see if I can kill you in, like, 20 hits or 25 hits or whatever it is.
2: Um, well, let me see if I can kill you before you, like, hit me once.
3: <laughs> right, right, hit me that. And there are times where, like, they just hit you so many instant death attacks and stuff like that where just like, that bullshit, that didn't hit me, that kind of stuff. Um, but just... It just really changed the way of like just gameplay and systems on top of systems. The leveling, like it, the bosses, were just crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just awesome experience. And um, I really hope Bloodborne 2 is one of the launch titles for PS5 because I would pick it up. I
0: think we'll yeah. be. Fingers crossed. Yeah, Corey, number seven. Well, number seven is Overwatch. No. So, nice.
2: Talked about it before. Overwatch, uh, again, it just. It was a global phenomenon, changed mm-hmm. the way people you know,
0: global phenomenon,
2: so. looked at you know, competitive team-based shooters, uh, introduced uh, a competitive eSport to the world. And um, the thing that I think is – that gets overlooked a little bit also is the lore. I mean, the lore in this game is fantastic.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: And the way, the way they the initially that introduced yeah. it was – Interesting, like, like really, like made you super invested into it. I think they've fallen off on that a little bit now. They seem to. Have, yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I know that I myself haven't like been as interested in what they've done cutscene wise for people yeah. recently. Yeah.
3: Spoiler for me, this game didn't make my list, uh, and it's actually because it had dro- dropped off. And I, had, right. I believe I said because it made my game. Of, I think it was my game of the year when it came out. Yeah. Or, or runner so. up. But yeah. that first year, that initial. Mm-hmm. that first year was amazing uh yeah. and if that like had been this past year it absolutely wouldn't have made the list but i i pretty sure i remember saying that depending on how they support this game this could be one of the all-time greatest yeah. games mm-hmm. uh and i think they they fallen a, a bit in that regard because after the first i don't know i want to say year and a half or whatever like they started repeating events like very mm-hmm. bare bones like so it's like oh new christmas skins and like that's cool and stuff but like where's like the actual like lore events whereas like you know they did uprising and then they did like i think the reaper thing i'm just like that's it like it's been like four years or however many things and it's like they could have given us so much more and i understand like from behind the scenes they they wanted to focus on overwatch league which i i I love that i appreciate it but like it feels like why couldn't we have gotten both Um,
2: yeah no that's the thing is definitely it's fallen off a little bit and they the key, they're introducing more heroes, but I don't feel like they're pushing the story forward. And again, like you, I was saying, that story, that lore, and the you had to find, you had to go out and look yeah. for it a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't like hidden. It, you know, just you just had to. Like, it was just a little bit. There more was mystery effort. though to it. it. Like,
0: there was like a solving the mystery. There was the the meta. All oh, like shit was garbage. Yeah, <laughs> <know>. oh, yeah <laughs> all that meta stuff. But um, that kind of
1: ended my interest in the
2: game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but like where this game like is now where it was started you know it's still like it's still going strong and um to this day people are playing it obviously like crazy and uh, mm-hmm. i just yeah the, the team-based aspect of it they allowed people that weren't necessarily great at first-person shooters to have a role on yeah. a team that yeah. they yeah. could feel Stealer. comfortable yeah, yeah like
0: I, I mentioned that I, I have a hard time keeping up nowadays with uh, being an active like shooting running shooting kind of game like you know call of duty stuff i'm not great at those games but it gave me the opportunity to play as lucio or as um you know i, I, I mean well, like i said divo is uh-huh. not, yeah. not bad yeah you know tanks and stuff like that you can play as alternate yeah. characters you don't yeah. have to play as reaper uh, you know what i mean like yeah. you can choose what make, yeah yeah, yeah it's awesome and uh, i still love it it's just i think
3: overwatch 2 is going to be the game i I want, like, overall Hopefully. as a package. Like, competitive, Hopefully. PvE, esports, like, the mm-hmm. whole package. Uh, so I'm hoping that Overwatch 2 will make my list of uh, the 2020s. So. All right. Uh,
0: my number six game. This is the last of this podcast. Uh, we're doing, like I said, 10 through 6. Number six for me, Fire Emblem Awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, the game oh, that put Fire Emblem on the map. No, because the other games are just... They're, they're, it's it, it, yeah. It, like yeah. I'm splitting hairs. This could be number one. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, honestly, yeah, um, This could be number one, but... To this day, I've played two other Fire Emblem games now, and this is my favorite one still. Uh, the time travel aspect of it, and to 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 get the other character from that, you know, it's like I want that leveled up, better character from the, the from the result of the two people you're you're matching together. It was the first, like I mentioned, I think I mentioned it on the other podcast where, on, where I was like, I feel like that had the most impactful raising your uh, companion rank, like your helper rank, because that was like you had the to get an S rank. Yeah. yeah there was a reward for that and so i just love that aspect um you know a lot of people i th- said that this was more mainstream fire emblem like the original fans but uh it got me into it so that's um, fine. To the, yeah, yeah it, it was a window it was a gateway it was a ga- gateway drug uh you this know, was the I mean, last fire emblem game <laughs>
3: yeah that's that's exactly how they designed the game they're like guys this is probably gonna be the last fire emblem game for the future yeah, so you know. So was whatever actually, you want to in it, and they they had all the little nods. That's why like there's a lot of heavy like Martha Falchion uh, presence to the game, and there's like all these nods to the older games as recruitable characters and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah the whole the whole just like breed <laughs> breeding aspect. Where it's like it's like yeah, that, that was what if I pair my Lancer with my Dark Mage? Like
0: what character thing? I like, would sit there thinking about this <laughs> as I'm doing them. They're like when I'm positioning them on the battlefield. I'm like. Do I want to pair these two? Because I don't want to get them to the point where they're like, I want this guy to match, you know? Yeah. I'd love her. to it's... see a
2: remake of this come out. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, it was, it was such a cool aspect. Um, I just loved. The... I played hours of this game, uh, and that's where I was like, I'm making statements about how many hours I put into games, I'm like, I put a lot into this one. So yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it, number six for me, without a doubt. So the other ones, not not like it's couldn't be number one. It's just like, the other ones are. I think all my games of the year. So I mm-hmm. uh, think this this was a game of the year for me. Actually, I believe it was actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that's why I said the gaming list for me fell into place based on my games of the year essentially. Um, but all right, Mike, you're number six.
1: Um, God of War. Nice. Oh, the, the recent one. Yes, of course.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> you know, um, the only.
0: one that matters. Could have been three. Could have been. Could <laughs> have I, been
1: I guess so. I. I mean. I didn't really like the old ones, but... I didn't either, so... Yeah. This one, it's a totally different thing. It's a reinvention. It's actually quite similar to Horizon Zero Dawn. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, well, Yeah. No, I mean, this isn't like an Uncharted game, but there's a little bit of that here and there with the hidden load screens. Yeah. <laughs> but... can trying to die. I mean, what else are you going to do? You know, just it's a
0: great it's a great god of war game and i don't like god of war that's why it's not probably it's probably not a great god of war game though that's what i'm saying like it's it's a game that we all it's it's like my fire emblem waking where like the original fans of that game like you know it's not the same it's a more mainstream game this is more a god of war for a lot of people
1: Uh, and, and it actually feels a little bit like the fallen order feels a little bit like this game too um but no, I, it, it's a weird place for me to jump into a, a franchise, I know. Sure. But uh, luckily, I, I think I like this better than I would have liked the old ones, for sure.
0: No, sure, yeah. For, like, I think playing, the, like, five so repetitive. the old ones Yeah. yeah. The only thing um, about this game was, like, when I was done with it, I was done with it. That was the only problem with this game. See, like, but, I didn't see, have I, any desire.
1: I, I didn't do that. I found there's a lot of, like, optional content that you can, like, Yeah, I just didn't. Like, I, 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 I What's funny it. is
0: I went back and listened to our Of The Year podcasts and, like, uh, when I discussed God of War, I, I still feel the same way today. Like, when you're going on the raft, rowing past, and there's a ghost up there trying to get your thing and then you get, get you to help them, and the boy, your boy's like, boy's like, look, that guy needs help, and you're just like, don't have time for that, boy. And I'm like, that was my whole time. This entire time this game is, I don't want to help this idiot up there. I'm going to, you know, I have my own quest here.
1: Yeah. You um, could have done it afterwards.
0: I could have, yeah. Um, but I just didn't have a desire
1: afterwards. But no, I know, I liked... I like that it was just a very constrained open world and a little bit of the Metroidvania stuff too. Um, yeah, you had to think sometimes, little mini puzzles to unlock certain chests. There was an RPG element with the the armor that uh, doesn't matter until you fight the really hard stuff that is optional, like the Valkyries. Um,
3: yeah,
1: and which I did, and I also went to the horrible mist planet not planet so yeah, i am confused <laughs> yeah realm and uh you have certain things that can sort of limit that mist thing and uh that randomly generated thing so there was a lot to do afterwards for me and a lot to explore you can level up your armor you can get like the uh the infinity gauntlet thing that'll shoot yeah, something exactly. um so it was real cool a real interesting way to look he at this a, character. The
2: uh, companion actually useful too. They yes, actually he's very made
1: useful him... um, even though he's occasionally annoying but uh, it was just a big surprise and uh, I loved the combat even though um, sometimes it seemed a little difficult and silly ways but it, it was
2: just yeah it's one of like my favorite combat like I, yeah, it, it was just satisfying and you had yeah
1: the, the, absolutely the different weapon weapon options just combination of just bringing and that axe back army, was just exploration puzzle just solving solving the
0: axe and, back was awesome like, just getting the axe back in your yeah. was great so cool all right um tony not the to poop on you guys but
3: I couldn't put God of War anywhere near on my list because uh, I, didn't, I, didn't I, I mean can well. understand, like, <laughs> the enjoyment out of it. But for me, it was, like, this is an action game for people that don't play action games. So my number six is Bayonetta 2 because that's an action game for people that play action games. <laughs> because, I, I don't know. Again, I don't want to on it. Bayonetta 2, um, it's – whereas, like, I talked about Bloodborne being, like, methodical, offensive, and, like, just paced against the boss and stuff like that. Bayonetta 2 is, like, one end of the spectrum where it's, like, fast – and it's just about combos and seeing how long you can do those combos. I know Jim, like you're a huge fan of Double My cry. cry, and yeah. I can't believe you I still have not played I know. these games yet. Like I know. I'm telling I Telling you, <laughs> you need to play these games, um, especially with Bayonetta three right around the corner. Yeah, I probably but, will play it soon.
0: Yeah, I probably but play just it soon then.
3: The way that this game, like the way I love about Platinum Games, is they introduce a mechanic. Or a weapon, and it's like, okay, cool. You think you mastered it, and then you just add another level to it, and another level. And then by the end of the game, you're pulling off these disgusting-ass combos with these abilities and and just subins and all this ridiculous shit. And you're just like, what the fuck? But especially all like the the boss battles are what makes these action games. Um, and, and that's where some of these other games come short. But Bloodborne and Bayonetta 2, they just do this awesome job of creating these, like, spectacle boss fights that are actually challenging. Not just, like, a QTE, like, oh, I've got to do this. Where it's legitimately, like, you are fighting gods by the end of the game. It's like, okay, this is pretty fucking
2: ridiculous. But, hmm. yeah, Bayonetta 2. Just cool. awesome. Corey, number six. Uh, my number six was on Jim's list earlier, and is Diablo 3. Yeah. Uh, Figured. Yep. Yeah. I mean, put loot in something. You know, something. I'm <laughs> all about it. Your top five is all gonna be loot games. I know. It's be, I mean, yeah. So, um, yeah. Just like what you mentioned, like uh, th- this game is all about optimizing the fastest way you can get loot in this, and then mm-hmm. and just figuring out the best runs, the best.
0: And how. how... It, how difficult you could make it like i was like i could probably pull this off and go harder oh, and absolutely. get better, and and like, better. You know, yeah. the, the different torment levels
2: and yep. just powering up your character get the paragon levels like just seeing how levels, ridiculous, right, ridiculous yep. you can become how powerful you can become and then optimizing the different builds uh the thing i love about the theory is you have all of these different you know build options and synergies between the different you know uh, armor pieces and weapon pieces and how they work together and the relics and like the, the the amulets and stuff and just putting that all together to make the most efficient engine like like a character to run through this specific dungeon and then just do it all over again and yeah. keep going through it uh yeah. it's so fun and um going through the different characters and then with the latest release uh on switch even like uh, getting that necromancer is, uh, he was he was great it was a lot of fun playing as a necromancer and. The seasons have been a, f- a really neat thing to keep the the community going it, yeah. and getting the, the you know, reward, seasonal, seasonal rewards and being able to, like, kind of clout that and show, like, oh, I've got this, like, in this season and that season. So, uh, yeah, Diablo 3 uh, had to be there because, obviously, when it comes to looting stuff and just leveling up, uh, I'm, I'm all about that. So, yeah. the grind and, and finding that efficient... And most synergistic character, and just doing it all over again. So, yep.
0: so, uh, Absolutely. All right. That's going to wrap up part one yeah. of our of the decade lists. This was 10 <clears> through <throat> 6, folks. Uh, next week, tune in. We're going to do 5 through 1. Uh, same thing on the movie cast. If you haven't checked that out, we have the other one where we did 10 through 6 on the movie cast. Um, so check that out. Uh, thanks for listening. You can write us podcast <laughs> at all in Follow us on Twitter, all Geek, Like us on Facebook. If you're watching this on YouTube, Hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week for the join next Join us on half. Discord. And join us on Discord. Sorry. Join us on Discord. Yes. Thank you. Um, I don't know how
2: you can find us on Discord, but send us an email. We'll send, send you a link. Send us an
0: email. We'll send you a link or we'll try putting it in our description. Please Yes. Nope. Thank you. Bye.